I wanted to peace sign so bad. And I said, you know what? You did peace sign. But I'm going to try not to. I try to diversify my poses and keep my arms down. I just want everyone to know that I'm gay, so I peace sign it up. I just wanted you to know that I'm I'm gay. (laughs) Hi, welcome to Swift Floor Pod. Oh, that's not right. (laughs) That's Anyways, hello. (laughs) Abby and Kat were born in 1997 and became best friends when they were six. Grew up together and started a band and bonded over music ever since. 20 years later, they are all grown up and spend their free time analyzing lyrics. Now here they are talking all about their Lord and Savior, Dr. Taylor Allison Swift. Taylor, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> Welcome to Swift Lore Podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Abby. And this is where we dive into the lyrics and lore of Dr. Taylor Allison Swift. Absolutely, that's what we do. Our bestie in our parasocial relationship uh, heads. Yeah. 1989 Taylor's version came out today. Today, and originally this episode wasn't gonna go out until like the first Monday of November, but we had some audio issues with our original episode that was gonna go up today. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna save that for um, a rainy day. <laughs> how happy phrase it was when one of us is having a mental breakdown or murders someone, and she said when. <laughs> She said, when one of us murders someone. And I was like, do you have something to tell I me? I cannot believe that you outed me. <laughs> you edit. You could take it out. Oh, that's fair. Um, I, said it, I said it for a specific reason. I'll just say it was our Halloween spooky episode. So when it does come out, we are in costume and it's spooky themed. It is spooky themed. And like my Halloween decorations will be in the background. But we figured that this, like it came out today. So this episode will be out like two or three days after it came out. Very timely. We're all still upset. I mean, I personally will probably listen to nothing else except this album for the next three weeks. Cause that's how I consume new media. Um, which is unfortunate. Cause also Maisie Peters just released the deluxe version of the good witch, which I really want to listen to, mm. but I'm physically incapable of listening to anything else. And fizz dropped their album today too. I can't even think about it. Who's that? Okay. Oh, is that Orla Gartland? <laughs> yeah, that's Orla okay. Okay. Daddy. Okay. I, oh, I knew God, after I, I asked. Yeah. 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 And I can't even listen to it because I, 1989, man. 1989. Oh, God, it's so good. I need to turn off my notifications right now. Oh, yeah. That's another thing that oh, happened, you guys. Yeah, the, we had a video <laughs> blow up. <laughs> Hi, welcome to all our new listeners. Yes, welcome. Um, Abby's great discussion question of what <laughs> word they won't say again in Champagne Problems popped off on Instagram. This many people has never seen my face or like perceived me ever in my life, so I was kind of anxious about it yesterday because obviously the goal of this podcast we want people to listen to it but then but then you did (laughs) (laughs) and it was like what I was like oh oh wow okay and it's like nobody wanted to play with me when I was a little kid (laughs) except Abby so you know it's really a new territory well I'm I'm really really excited it's it's really amazing the responses are great the discussion has been great yeah I really love everybody who's like oh my god I never thought that you could think different ways Mm -hmm. I do kind of keep if I see a comment of someone being like you guys are stupid for thinking it's not insert what they think is right I delete them I you know I did (laughs) be nice or fuck off I did see a few of those I would like to say a few things one art is completely up to people's interpretation there can be several answers that are all correct yeah uh two it doesn't matter which one is correct it just matters which one you believe in and three they could all be correct. It's fun yeah. to think. It's fun to listen to the song and think of each one as being correct. Because mm-hmm. then there's another person who said, "Like, thank you for giving this song totally new life three yeah. years after it was released." That was so sweet and like so cute, so sweet. And yeah. also like 
great perspective on it. Yeah, I know. I love the discussion. I love that some people had never even considered our because to me, our was was always the word. I can't remember what my original thought was, but I know it was stupid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like everybody listening to the podcast, and they're just like, "Wow, Abby's really smart." I know. And Kat's there too. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's funny because I had a similar thought where I was like, "Wow, Kat's really smart," and I'm just there. Like I feel like. <laughs> I think we balance each other out. Wait. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the like Spider-Man meme, but then there's only two of us. We're also pointing at Spear. Oh yeah, she is part of this. 1989 is R.I.P. Harry. <laughs> Everyone is very much like, oh, it's the Harry Styles album. So a lot of my notes and a lot of the things I was looking into are related to other songs. And they're like, this relates to Harry Styles because of this and because of this. And it's like, I don't have to include that, but I'm including it because, like... Contextually, yeah, like, It could be. It's an interpretation. Yeah. But, like, like we said before, with, like, however green our group of friends don't think we'll say that word again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all up to interpretation. Anyways, uh, I wanted to talk about our fits for people oh, who yeah. can't see us. I got red lip, and you can't tell, but I'm wearing a short little skirt. <laughs> It's not a skirt. It's a skirt. It's not tight I, either. Uh, mini skirts. <laughs> but it is little. It is little. It is, you know what? And this shirt, I think I owned in 2016, which was during the 1989 era. So it works. <laughs> it works. And you're blonde. I am blonde. I have, I'm wearing a white t-shirt, except it's not really, it's not really white. It's white. It's just got stuff on it. But it's a white t-shirt. It's a white t-shirt. My hair is not slicked back, but it's currently drying from the shower and I have it like brushed back. So that's, that's what we're going to get. So, and you got that long hair slicked back. White I t-shirt. I do. And, uh, yeah, I and we never go out of style. Am I right? Never. And never. I wanted to talk about how Cat Momentous Occasion finished Buffy today. I did. I finished it after like a year. Yeah. You watched the last three seasons this month. <laughs> yeah. I watched the first three seasons in like a month and a half, like last year. And then season four sucks. So I just stopped. And then Abby was like gently peer pressured. She was like, season four does suck. I have, a th- you know, season four is a mixed bag for me. It's um, not mixed for me. It's it bad. And and it's just that season five is, is so important to me that I was like, please, please push this out. Season five is iconic. Yeah. And then, you know, you got season six, which is brutal, but like also iconic. Anyway. So Anyways. I'm wearing my, I'm finally wearing it because it's applicable. It's a white t-shirt. I got it from Nice Shirt Thanks, which blew up on TikTok. And Love this them. person understood the assignment and aced it because i think my prompt was i like buffy and taylor swift or something like that give me something with buffy and taylor swift and they gave it's a drawing of buffy and taylor next to each other and is it taylor's i can't even read it taylor's saying you're the one buffy yes which is a reference to the show buffy in like the final episodes yeah um it's a big declaration of love moment to an extent we love to see it and then also there's the taylor song the one and now for more important things to talk about. Rock, paper. Rock, paper. Hey. Rock, paper, paper no scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Wait, fuck. <laughs> did the scissors anyway. <laughs> it's did okay. I mention that when Spear was sick, she woke me up every three hours the other oh. night? No, I got no sleep. I didn't sleep either because I, well, I stayed up. Because I, I don't. <laughs> I'm a grad student whose mind never shuts off, so I'm always awake. But then last night I stayed at my friend's house, was up late listening to 1989, and then I woke up early to take my friend to the train station. Um, we do have some reaction videos of us reacting to the songs. We do. We're going to so probably be up. 
they probably will be on the Instagram already mm-hmm. by now. They might also be on the TikTok. But go check them out if you're interested. My reactions aren't that exciting, but you can see them. I dance with some pudding if that's intriguing that's, too. I've seen the videos. They're pretty <laughs> intriguing. Because, <laughs> you know, my friend handed me pudding while I was listening to Out of the Woods. Like, there was not a moment in time where I have been happier. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Take two. Okay, rock, paper. <laughs> rock, paper. No scissors. No. No scissors. <laughs> it's reflecting. Rock, <laughs> paper, no, no scissors, scissors. Shoot. All right, cat. I'm up first. Um, oh, also, our hint songs for last week don't make any sense because we have the lost episode. The lost episode. We'll just leave you it's hanging. It's more like the archived episode. Yeah. And it's um, it's unfortunate because it's a good episode. <laughs> it's a good, We just... The, it, there the was some second, weird staticky things yeah. going on. So the second half, we had to use the raw audio from the camera, and so it would like the second half of it, which was Cat's part of the song, just sounded far away and a little echoey. And we like our stuff to be high quality, so we don't want any garbarino. So if you are interested in listening to the Lost Halloween episode, it maybe it'll Keep come eventually. Yeah. yeah, and let us know. Let us know. Keep talking to us. It's nice. So for this week's, for our songs, we each chose our favorite vault track off of day one listening. So Mm -hmm. I have chosen, sound effect please, Say Don't Go. I don't don't know why I said it like I'm in a 50s light drama. Say (laughs) Don't Go. Let me take my fedora off, my very (laughs) high-waisted pants. So, Say Don't Go is track 18 off of 1989, Taylor's version. Woo! Which we have now. Which we have. It's out of the vault. This is one of the five vault tracks. It's the second one. Um, that's why it's track 18. Mm-hmm. Anyways, my personal connections. Obviously, not a lot of personal connections because it <laughs> came out uh, today. But it did... Like, I chose this one because I had the strongest emotional reaction to it immediately upon listening. Um, you'll see in the reaction videos, I did almost start crying. I was doing my makeup while listening to the vault tracks for the first time. So it's just like, luckily I hadn't gotten to my eye makeup yet. Because I'm just sitting there like, ouch, that hurt. Mm. Um, and in also in last week's episode that we lost, we had our predictions for the vault tracks. Yes. And I was right. You were right. You can't, you don't know that. I could be <laughs> lying. But in my prediction, I connected it. I said, I think it's going to be connected to all you had to do with stay. And I said it would be sad. And I was right on both counts. Mm-hmm. Because I think of this as sort of a prequel to all you had to do with stay. Like in that song, it's already too late. But this song is pre breakup where she's just like, Mm. this is the last chance that you have for us to stay together. Like this is your last chance to prove that you care about me. Mm-hmm. And then they let her go and they're immediately just like, Oh no, what have I done? And she's just like, literally all you had to do was say, I told you what to say. Mm-hmm. I said, say, don't go. And then you didn't. So people like me are gone forever when they say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I also, this might be a little ouchy. This is like a younger, less mature, more insecure version of, of you're, you're losing, losing me. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? Like yeah. she's begging her partner to stay, to do something to prove that there's something left to save yep. and they won't do it. Yeah. I literally heard it and I just went, and I was like, who's going to say it on the pod? 
And then I texted Kat and I said, there's something I need to tell you about your song. I'm so glad that it's like literally my first note and you were <laughs> sail ping pong. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's just a theme song now. <laughs> so into the lyrical analysis. I've known it from the very start right away. She knows that this probably isn't going to work out, which she feels that way about a lot of her relationships. We cover that in false God too. Um, she didn't know, you know, what could go wrong, but like assumed something would. Um, we're shot in the darkest dark. We never had a shotgun shot in the dark. Get away oh. car. There's a lot of references to other songs before and after this song in it. But the thing is, I do think it could be kind of like in line because like Mr. Perfectly Fine, she says Mr. Casually Cruel. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that's an all too well original and 10 minute version um so i feel like it's that thing of she had it kind of on the brain and then ended up making the normal tracks on the next album mm-hmm. um do the waiting is a sadness i have a discussion question about that <laughs> fading into madness discussion discussion the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results and that's like what she's doing in this relationship is this whole song is about like the push and pull that her partner is putting mm-hmm. her through. So she keeps thinking like it's going to change this time. And then it doesn't because mm-hmm. he sucks. <laughs> um, standing on a tightrope alone. There's a lot of tightrope, fragile line, different references, treacherous, you know, the performance of treacherous. She like would walk on a little, not tightrope, but she would walk like she's on a tightrope. Um, you and I walk a fragile line. I've known it all this time. Then, of course, halfway out the door, but it won't close. So she's trying to leave, but she doesn't have the closure that she needs mm-hmm. to leave. She's not like 100% convinced that the relationship is fully over and that it's like completely unsalvageable. And also, forever and always connection. One second it was perfect. Now you're halfway out the door. Mm. And I stay. Um, She's holding out for hope for them to say, don't go. It's like the opposite of all you had to do was stay again. Mm -hmm. She's the one leaving, but it's the same sentiment. She would stay. She just needs her partner to be clear that they want her to stay. Otherwise she can't convince herself anymore Mm -hmm. that there's something there. And I would stay forever. Ouchie. She loves this person so much. Yeah. That she would consider forever, which she's like 24, 25 writing this. That's scary. At That's that also age. wild to think about. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I try not to think about it. <laughs> um, like if they just wanted her to stay, she would. They don't even have to prove it. They just have to say it. Like it's that yeah. easy. Um, and also, you know, blank space. It's going to be forever. It's going to go down in flames. Mm-hmm. Who's in the ladder? Mm. Why'd you have to leave me on? Why'd you have to twist the knife? This whole concept, like, I mean, the entire song is just about, like, why did you have to make me think that you wanted me when now you're pulling away and acting like you don't? Mm -hmm. Dick move. I see a lot of the comments on, um, gosh, was it Bejeweled? Our Bejeweled TikTok or Instagram? Where people were talking about, like, the whole situationship thing. Um. A lot of these songs that I've been listening to, the Vault Tracks, 1989, they're very tumultuous, intense, on again, off again, 
like unclear what's happening sort of situations. Yes. This is very situation chippy. Yeah. 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 Why'd you have to twist the knife? Ouch. Ouchie. Cause it's, then it's saying like, not only is he doing this like whole hot, cold thing, he's like purposefully trying to hurt her in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, Why'd you whisper in the dark? This line really hurts because it reminds me of like when you're dating someone and you're like sleeping over and it's like the lights are off and you're like trying to fall asleep, but then you're like whispering and it feels like this really like safe space and you kind of like say either like stupid stuff or you're like talking about the future and it's like this very like cozy, nice thing. And mm-hmm. then whisper in the dark just to leave me in the night. It's not even like, oh, they left mm. the next morning. It's like yeah. they left either that same night or my other interpretation is that like when they first got together, they would have these like cute little like sleepovers, like whispering in the dark and stuff. And then eventually like would no longer stay the night, just mm-hmm. left, mm-hmm. which ouchie. Big ouchie. Now your silence has me screaming screaming hmm. like she's just trying so hard to connect to this person who wanted her didn't want her wants her doesn't want her blah, 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 toxic situationship um and also the play on words of like silence versus screaming yes and like she's asking for reassurance he's asking just like say you want me that's it just say mm-hmm. you don't want me to leave um say something babe say something babe do something um and also screaming out of the woods, we were in screaming color. Screaming, crying. Also in blank space. <laughs> screaming, crying. <laughs> um, there's a lot of like backup vocals that are just echoes in the song. And I think she uses repetition really like, purposefully in a lot of her songs. And I think it's like here the repetition is that she's continuously saying this. Like, please just say you don't want me to leave. Say you don't mm-hmm. want me to leave. Say don't go. Like, I'm telling you exactly what to say. That's how you get the girl. Mm-hmm. But it's not happening. This whole song is just like, can you stop being a dick for two seconds and say that you want me? That's it. Mm-hmm. Now that I, I mentioned on a, one of the earlier episodes that I'm really discovering, I want to say rediscover. I've heard a lot of these songs before, almost all of them, if not all of them. But this is my first time with the Taylor's versions coming out that I'm really listening to them because I started being a true Swifty in during the pandemic um, and seeing how cohesive 1989 is. Oh, I fucking love 1989. The theme, like it's so um, you can follow, follow the story, follow the themes, follow the relationship. They're really, the songs are really interconnected yes. in a way that they aren't on a lot of her albums. Mm-hmm. Like this one, because, I mean, I think that's one of the main criticisms that Red got was that mm. it didn't feel like a cohesive album, which as much as I love Red, especially the original version, that was true mm-hmm. because it was a pop record that her record label was telling her it needed to be a country record. So it had that weird mm-hmm. mismatch. And I think that's part of the reason why 1989 is hailed as such a masterpiece is because it's just so sonically cohesive. It's polished. It's... a all of the songs are good. It does not miss. Exactly. Except for this love. You don't like this love? We can get there someday. We'll get there someday. I'm pacing on shaky ground. Um, this reminds me of Dear John. Mm. Counting my footsteps. Praying the floor won't fall through. Mm. Again. Um, I think it's interesting that she kind of like either intentionally or unintentionally references these songs about toxic relationships that she's already written with like 
treacherous, dear John, mm-hmm. like these relationships where she feels like she's on unsteady ground. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, here I am again. I also immediately thought of holy ground when I heard that line and how that was about the start of the relationship being sacred and now being on shaky ground and regarding the end of the relationship. Right there where we stood was shaky ground. Ooh, hey. Falling jumping off the top of a very tall something. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> she said it, not us. Strike a match, then you blow it out. Continuing the theme of her partner being very hot and cold, getting her to think that things are going well and going to be serious, and then pulling back and making her doubt herself and doubt like her entire perceptions of the relationship. And also, this is another getaway car connection. I struck a match and blew your mind. Ooh, so yeah. I just, I love the interconnectedness of all of her songs. Me too. It's not fair because you kiss me and it stops time. That's ah. so good. And also like the idea that for her, like this is a life changing, like once in a lifetime, super special relationship. And to him, it's like, And not. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we love a fat Amy reference. Oh my god, we stand fat Amy. <laughs> and then obviously that line is followed by the, the one of the ouchy lines from my initial reactions. And I'm yours, but you're not mine. Mm-hmm. My note just says ouch. Yeah, that's an ouch. Also, um, the line "You're not here." Or you're not there. I had my cursor over it. (laughs) (laughs) The song came out today. Okay, I don't have it memorized yet. Um, The line, you're not there. She's reaching for him, but he's not there. It makes me think of All Too Well, 10-minute version. Mm. And then you wondered where I went to, where it went to as I reached for you, but all I felt was shame, and you Mm. held my lifeless frame. Mm -hmm. But she's still reaching. She's still trying to connect. Even though she knows deep down that this relationship is not going to work. It's not going to happen. He's not going to say don't go. But she's still hoping. The second pre-chorus. We got a little switcheroo. Um, Standing on the sidewalk alone. I wait for you to drive by. I wish you would. Connection here. It's 2 a.m. in your car. Windows down. You pass my street. The memories start. And then also the second verse of the song. It's 2 a.m. in my room. Headlights past the window pane. I think of you. So, like, in this song, she's waiting outside, waiting for him mm-hmm. to come by. He never comes. She goes inside. However long later, I wish he would, happens. And then after that, all you had to do was stay. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, the sequencing of songs in my mm. story of 1989. I like that. Um, and I was trying to see the cards that you won't show. So many of Taylor's songs about what she feels and what she thinks her partner feels. And here she's trying to figure out what's in her partner's mind, but she has just, like, no idea. Because mm-hmm. it's so back and forth. She has, like, whiplash trying to figure out, like, are you with it? Are you not with it? Like, what's going on? I don't know. Um, this entire thing is just, like, a mystery to her. Mm-hmm. And, of course, foolish ones. My cards are in the table. Yours are in your hand. We love foolish one. Just like me for real. <laughs> And then I'm about to fold again with the card game mm-hmm. pun, not pun, whatever the card game reference. Um, 
but it's also a shift from the other pre-chorus because mm-hmm. before she was saying i'm holding out hope but now that hope is fading she's like i'm giving up i'm folding mm-hmm. that's the best thing that i can do is just lose the hand um but she still says i would stay forever if you say don't go yeah despite all of that oh that's what hurts that's what hurts i think I feel like there's like a big connection also to foolish one here of like mm. just the whole vibe of like I want you to want me so bad and you act like you want me and so I delude myself and think that's what you want and then in reality like ouchie and now uh oh the bridge <laughs> why'd you have to make me want you again I think one thing that's really interesting about this song is that she's putting like all of the like onus and responsibility mm-hmm. for this relationship starting onto the other person. I mean, like you did this to me. Mm-hmm. You made me want you. You gave nothing back. You made me love you. Why would you do that when you don't feel that way? And you knew that I was going to fall for you and you did this whole game. You did all this stuff. And there's just, what was the point of it? That's another thing I notice about this album is a lot of it is focused on a, a you a, 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 in, an, in an accusatory way. Like there's a lot of blame being put on this other person. I think in her more recent albums, maybe it's a more like, I think she's uh, more open to being openly critical about her role in it. It's me. Hi. I'm <laughs> yeah. the problem. It's me. Yeah. She definitely got like a lot more, not that at this time she didn't blame herself for stuff, but she didn't write songs where she was the problem. Mm-hmm. So maybe she wasn't there yet. Cause I feel like it takes time when you're younger. I mean, she was only like a couple years younger than we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like, it takes time to realize that like, just because somebody pursues you, if you like get into the relationship, it's on you too. Like a relationship mm-hmm. is a two person deal. So like if the other person is treating you badly, Obviously, it can be hard to, like, end a relationship, but, like, you have to do it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, she does. By the end of the song, she does. Sure. And I, I I just keep thinking about the album as a whole because it is, it all is interconnected. But about how it is uh, about, like, in blank space, she's kind of critical about herself, but in a mocking way about how people perceive her. Yeah. She does, like, that's a character to her. That's And not that she's like that at all. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think this definitely was, like, before... I wonder also, because she got so much criticism during this era about Mm. constantly playing the victim, Mm. if that made her, like, reflect on the way that she was writing songs and, like, how she was putting herself into songs. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a a good theory. Because I don't... I don't have an issue with any of these songs. Obviously, no. this is a masterpiece. She's right. She's right. It's his fault. She, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm Team Taylor forever and always. Um, and <laughs> um, I lost, I was too busy thinking about how much I love Taylor. I lost my train of thought. So we can That's move on. That's so real. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, now back to pain. Um, <laughs> the last line of the bridge did make me cry a little bit this morning. I said, I love you. You say nothing back. And then there's a pause. And it's just like that silence where she's mm-hmm. waiting. She's giving him the space to say something back and mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing. That ouch. <laughs> that is an ouch. Uh, that reminds me of a similar technique used in All Too Well 10 Minute Version. 
where she uses silence to let a point sink in. Which You're the one who pointed it out to me, and I'm trying to think of which part of the song. There's a lot of lyrics in 10-minute version. There is. Somewhere in there, there's a pause. Oh, it's um turning 21, and then there's a pause, and then she goes, time won't fly. Yeah. Oh, well, I pointed that out. <laughs> when we get to our all too well 10-minute version episode, uh, we'll talk week. more about it. <laughs> Continue. Um, I said I love you. You say nothing back. Mm-hmm. The pause. Um, uh, tying it into one of the other vault tracks. Slut. Slut. Oh, slut. Oh, my God. Oh my God. She literally barked slut at the my same time. It's probably home. I said I love you. <laughs> say nothing back. Once more with feeling. Um... <laughs> I'm connecting this to slut. And it, every time I say it loud, Spear does something bad. So She doesn't like the word. She doesn't, and I love that for her. You're not saying you're in love with me, but you're going to. So in that song, she's still in her Delulu era. Mm-hmm. She's still like, he's in love with me. I'm so great. And the song, she's just like, he sucks because he's not in love. and He sucks and he's not in love with me. Um... Also, just ouch. <laughs> just ouch. And all. now the chorus choruses again. Mm-hmm. Why it's a chorus. Um, and then the outro, another ouchy moment. So I would say forever if you say don't go, but you won't. That moment of realization of like, you're not, you're yeah. not going to say oh, that I you. I got chills. Ugh. Just because it's like that the, all this, this whole song, she's literally begging. She's like, please, please just tell me that you want me to say. That's all. And then and I will. The outro is just like that like moment of realization of like, you're not going to tell me to stay, are you? Like, I'm going to have to leave. I can't make you want me. So on to my discussion questions. I'm ready. Do you think that this whole song about is... Like the moment of after she says, say, don't go. And there's that like moment of silence. And this is like everything running through her head. Mm. It could be. It could also be the moment she says, I love you. And he doesn't say anything. And then that's why at the end, the bridge ends with that. And then the outro is the reveal that nothing it's done. Yeah. I think that's a great take. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it is. I mean, it's very, um, she's ruminating. And cause you know, when you have those like tense moments and like you, you'd send the risky text or you say the risky thing and then you're sitting there like thinking through everything and like looking for every single sign that would prove that you are or mm-hmm. are not right. And this feels like that moment of like, am I right? Am I wrong? Are you going to say don't go? And then like, yeah. Yeah. I like the idea that like up until the end of the bridge is in that moment. And then after it is like her realization of like, oh, you're, you're not. Yeah. Like that's like, she's thinking about it. She's ruminating on it. And then she remembers like, oh, I said, I love you. And he didn't say anything back. And that hits her like a train. She's and just, that's uh, like, when she realizes yeah, the moment of realization that like the relationship is over. Ow. Now you mentioned that a lot of people weren't a fan of this vault track. I haven't been looking at people's reactions. Yeah, because I saw a lot of stuff. I've been on TikTok today, but a lot of people loved um, Is It Over Now? And not a lot of people loved the rest of the vault tracks. Mm. 
I think that is it over now? Also, it's just like it's it's more bopping and it's more clearly about Harry Styles. So, like, spoiler alert: that's the song I'm covering. I know I've been. I was like trying, and not it to really, say it. it really does. It really like, it says. That's why I was talking about speculation earlier. It's hard for me to remove the speculation from that one. Yeah, <laughs> especially at this point where like the only context you have is the last like yeah twenty hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were you literally just talking about? Oh, the Voltrax. Um, a lot of people are disappointed by Slut. I am one of them. <laughs> Not that I don't think it's a good song. I do think it's a good song, and I think it will grow on me. But I think that the exclamation point really yes. put different ex- expectations in my brain. Yes, I think the exclamation point is the problem. It's me. It's- Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. And that's from the point of view of the exclamation point <laughs> in the full track slot. I'm just picturing like an exclamation point with like the little speech bubble with anti-hero chorus. Someone make that meme and send it to us, please. Make the meme <laughs> meme request. Um, you know, I I definitely was underwhelmed by it because we can really quickly talk about the songs that we're not covering. I guess. Yeah, I was underwhelmed by Slut. I do like it. I like the vibe. I like the vibe. I think that it will definitely grow on me. It's also still sad. She's like, if they call me a slut, it it might be worth it. That's so sad. Yeah. That is sad. Because I think that was the other thing about it is that I thought it was going to be like a reclamation type vibe uh-huh. or like a blank space type vibe. And it's just not that. It's not. It's just sad. It's just sad. It's, it's like, a sad love song. But then if you put it in the context of like the rest of the album, it's, I mean, it is a love song, but it's also like a breakup song mm-hmm. because it's her deciding like oh maybe this relationship is worth it and then we know mm-hmm. that he doesn't have the same thought yeah i also like now that we don't talk it's, it's bop now that we don't talk i like the very beginning the most one day we will cover it one day suburban legends i also liked very miss americana and the heartbreak prince coded it didn't leave a lot of an impression on me except for the one line about um I broke my own heart because he was too polite to or something. That's in Suburban Legends, right? I think so. I believe so. That line? Oh. Oof. Um, otherwise, I think I, li- I only listened to that one once. I listened to all the vault tracks like a handful of times today. I also, referencing Suburban Legends, I have on my little Aries Constellation necklace right now because it's Cute. the two um, star signs that don't seem like they're going to be compatible. All right. Your turn. Okay, ladies and gents. Is it over now? Let's talk about it. Is it? Pretty fitting that we're ending the podcast on Is It Over Now? Yep, this is it forever. <laughs> yep, goodbye everyone. Now that you guys have seen our now video. That we don't talk. Now that we don't talk. Is It Over Now? Came out today. <laughs> wow. Is it now? Came out as gay. You heard it here first. <laughs> Anyway, I, this, this song, I don't relate to my queer identity, so. I don't relate to you. True. It's true. Okay. Is it over now? Taylor had a little a little tiny snippet of behind the scenes or behind the music where she talked about this song in particular a little bit, and she compared it herself to I Wish You Would and Out of the Woods. I will be using those comparisons. They are based, Taylor said it herself. <laughs> they are canon. They are canonically intertwined. 
Um, she also mentioned, and Kat actually said this on our on our lost episode, <laughs> um, how there's a double meaning because it's the last vault track. So the album is over. Is it over now? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> it's over. Um, <coughs> Except it's not on the deluxe version because Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar. Oh, true. But that's a outlier and therefore should not be counted. <laughs> like Spider's George. <laughs> like okay. what? Have you ever heard of the the meme Spiders George? No. Oh my God. Okay. Firstly, you have to explain this meme. If you were on Tumblr in like 2013, I you get was. me. Okay. So there was a thing that was like, you know, that myth that we all eat oh, yeah. eight spiders oh, yeah. in our sleep. Yes. It's because of Spiders George. <laughs> well, he's a hundred thousand spiders a year. He's a statistical outlier and should not be counted. Is that where the meme originates? Yes. <laughs> it's Spiders George. <laughs> Okay, I, I have heard of that post. I remember that post. I just didn't know what it was called. And the wildest thing is that oh, I have geez. talked about Spiders George three times this week. <laughs> Did you just say Spiders George? No, I sang Wildest Dreams. Oh. Because you said wild. I was thinking, of, I was talking about Spiders George, and then I heard you singing, and in my head it was just Spiders George. Ah. <laughs> that would have been much funnier than what I did. Cursed. Um, I <laughs> like it also like you heard me sing. And you were like, I'm going to keep going. Our predictions in the last episode, I specifically said that one in reference to the song. That one's going to break my heart in two. And I also said it would be a slow song, very simple, like New Year's Day. That is wrong. Incorrect. Incorrect. Cats were right. Mine were Which is ironic because you're the one who the, the, this is like the psychic-y stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess Taylor and I aren't as psychically connected as I thought. Um, that's I am. sad. <laughs> but at least we still have cat guys. Don't worry. It's fine. And well, since we share the brain cell, it just... Yes. I volley it to Taylor and it comes back to me and then to you. Oh, so you get like telephone. Tri, it's a try so That's why you were only partially right because okay. it was like telephone. Makes sense. Well, I was partially right because I predicted that slut would be like blank space and Taylor made that same comparison in behind the music. So it, I at least had one prediction right. It was not a hard prediction to make, but it was right. We're there. I have no personal connection because I heard the song at midnight. I was very tired. Um, I filmed a reaction and I'm pretty stone faced through it. So I, I sent Kat some clips of like some of my reactions to other songs, but this one I was like, none of you it only sent funny. me the pudding clips. No, I did not. You, I said, you only sent me the no, pudding. No, I, I did not. You okay, but only sent it, me the pudding. Clips. Most of it was pudding. I think I just have pudding in all of them. That doesn't mean, <laughs> no, you just, you did not send me. Oh, when the fuck did that come through? I sent oh, you a ton. Okay, it's because I was. It was when I was on the finale of Buffy. Okay, fair enough. And I, I was I texting sent, my live reaction. There was so a lot of pudding content, shuffle. but it's not all pudding content. <laughs> I was just thinking what you said in the group chat, which was just pudding content. <laughs> That's true. It was like one thirty in the morning, and I was like, "Guys, I'm eating pudding." <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night because I and I was like, "Was my prediction that Haim and um." selena are going to be on vault tracks is it correct and then it wasn't and she, then just, oh she has no features she has no features except for the deluxe but that's like a re-record thing because i mean the original 1989 she also had no features except for the remix bad blood with kendrick lamar yeah banger so that's um interesting so this song begins with is it is it is it, is it? and is it? so there is isn't a comparison it, isn't to it, isn't it yep delicate isn't it? Isn't it? And similar to what we said earlier in the podcast, um, 
Delicate is talking about the very beginning of the relationship being delicate and fragile. And she's asking for that reassurance. Like, is it too soon to do this? Um, you know, cause it's delicate. Right. And in this song, she knows the relationship is ending. This is at the end of the relationship where she's saying, is it over now? Is it? She's asking for that same reassurance, but it's at the other side of the relationship. Once the flight had flown. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. The uh-huh really adds a lot of emotional intensity to the song. I thought so. Um, Taylor compared this song specifically to Out of the Woods, which has the lyric, two paper airplanes flying. Um, quick speculation moment. Her and Harry Styles did have matching paper airplane necklaces, which actually I saw the picture and they're pretty cute. They were so cute. <laughs> Everybody wanted one of those on Tumblr in 2014. Everybody wanted one. Yeah. So very cute. Could be a relation or maybe not. Um, also with the wilt of the rose. Uh-huh. Um, so when she's talking about this, both the flight having been flown, the rose having wilted, they represent the takeoff and the bloom already being long gone. Done. We're towards the end. So it's just setting up again. This is the end of the relationship. We haven't said... A single thing. We haven't said a damn thing about anything. <laughs> and already we know. Rose garden filled with thorns. Taylor, I love you. Um, roses are typically symbolic of romance and lust. And it's traditionally given to a partner while the relationship is flourishing. And so this is basically saying the flowers that he gave you, whether gave her, whether metaphorical or real, are now dying. Just like the relationship. Thumbs up. A wilted rose by any other name <laughs> would look as dead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an English major, was. I also wrote, uh, for Cat, a Shakespeare reference. <laughs> and then I just immediately jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah. But I specifically mentioned Hamlet when Ophelia makes a speech about the violets withering um, after her father's death. Spoilers for Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> just watch The Lion King. Also, fun fact, I have a rose tattoo. That's unrelated to anything other than the word rose. It fun is also, fact, it's your middle name. It's also my middle name. So, this is personal. <laughs> it's, it's like, like Taylor withered me personally. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the clickbait title of is it over now in parentheses emotional in parentheses personal. That's, <laughs> that's me right now. Anyway, okay. I slept all alone. Uh-huh. Uh, uh -huh. You still wouldn't go, which also that's kind of interesting talking about. We were just talking about uh, don't say go. Say don't go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it came out today. It came out today. Okay. <laughs> I was sitting there like these words are not coming out in the right order, but I know they're the right words. <laughs> also, I mean, I feel like that kind of relates to the, the lyric of like used to whisper in the dark. Mm, mm -hmm. Now you leave me in the night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I thought of that now because my notes about something different, but. Um, it's on my mind because we were just literally just talking about it. So she is adjusting to this new normal of sleeping alone. She's still really from the breakup. She's still haunted by the thought of her former partner. And it's like she, it's like they're still together until she remembers that they're not. And I wrote like that moment when you're grieving and you wake up in the morning um, and you forget what happened the night before. And then it hits you. Ouch. And you wake up and you're like, why does my head hurt? And you're like, oh. <laughs> Vehicular manslaughter. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Thinking about out of the woods. <laughs> Remember when he hit the brakes too soon? 
20 <laughs> stitches in the hospital room? Do you remember? Uh, you just oh, hit my phone. Let's fast forward to 300 takeout coffees later. She dropped that lyric on Instagram prior to the album being released. So that's when we had before. And she also mentioned specifically, she also. She also. <laughs> you were distracted by Spear sneezing directly <laughs> on your foot. She did. She also uh, mentioned in the Behind the Music that she loved this line particularly. Um, I really think it's a brilliant way to show the passage of time from the first part of the song without saying that. Because once again, she is the champion of Show Don't Tell. So I said 300 takeout coffees later is probably about one year if you have a coffee pretty much every single day. And so she's literally saying one year later by painting the picture with these takeout coffees instead of saying one year later. And that's She's cool. saying one year later, but like we skip a coffee sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I want to buy a house one day. <laughs> she's like 65, 65 of those days. I didn't get to. I made coffee at home. <laughs> Thrifty queen. Thrifty queen. She Taylor made coffee Thrift. on her. <laughs> private jet <laughs> <laughs> oh man i don't know whose joke i liked more because we said it at the same time who's to say who's to say tell you. us in the comments <laughs> i see your profile and your smile and unsuspecting waiters so basically i the way i picture this is that they're sitting at a restaurant together they're having dinner and she's talking to him and his drift gazes and I can't gaze. I have to talk into the mic. His gaze. I'm drifts. trying to do. He said his drift gazes. <laughs> She's Taylor Drift He's now. Drifting in the car. He's drifting in the snowmobile. Just... <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. Anyway, so they're sitting at dinner together, and he looks away. His gaze drifts. <laughs> um. <coughs> he looks away at an unsuspecting waiter. He looks at someone else. He's admiring her. And Taylor's noticing that. Um, and again, it's like the dropping your hand thing, where it's a little thing that you notice when you're in a relationship with someone that shows that, that the relationship is not what it once was. This also like feels so like, ew. That's such, that would give me the ick so bad if I was with somebody and they checked out the waiter. Yeah, that's gross. That's yucky. Yeah. So the word profile... It is referring to the side of someone's face. But I also, as another interpretation, because you know art, um, since the song talks also a lot about how she found things out through the media, a profile could be a profile done on him. Like she sees the profile. Also, is it this fault track or is it one of the other ones that talks about a, like a dating profile? I thought it could be dating profile as well when I first heard the song, but I don't think it's this one that, because this one, I think they're kind of maybe still together or on and off. True. I just, I feel like, it could be referencing it without yes. that being like the actual meaning is like, I see your profile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you dream of my mouth before it called you a lying traitor. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Ow. Ouch. First of all, ow. Um, this song can be linked to, or this lyric can be linked to the song style with, I heard that you've been out and about with some other girl. There's a lot in this song about this man seeing other women. That's the thing that happens throughout the rest of the song. So this and is the beginning of that. Got that red lip classic thing that you like. Mm-hmm. That so, too. Dreaming of her lips because she got that red lip classic. He likes it. I, yeah, I have a lot to say about this one line because first of all, it puts focus on her lips. It puts focus on a body part as opposed to her character. And so it's very much almost objectifying her. Like she's saying, you dream of my mouth before it called you a lying traitor. It's not you dream about me, who I am as a person. 
Or what our relationship was. You dream of my mouth. You dream of my mouth before I shattered the illusion of being like the girl that you wanted and being my actual self. Exactly. Which is, um, ow. Some would say, youch. Yeah. Um, also she says, you dream of my mouth, which is in present tense. So he's actively romanticizing and only focusing on what it was like before she discovered his infidelity, like, or what it was like before things went to shit. You search in every maiden's bed for something greater, baby. Oof. Um, I looked up maiden because I don't know how to speak English. I just wanted to make sure that I had like the right definition. Like virgin? It, uh, it means an unmarried young woman. Okay. I thought it was interesting that she chose that word in particular. Like she could have said you search in every woman's bed, but she said maiden. I mean, we know who was in the One Direction fan base <laughs> in 2013. Fair enough. Um, and also she says in every maiden's bed, she's really calling him out like so subtly. She say you are in every maiden's bed. (laughs) I says that. I think that was the one, one of the videos I sent you, I hear the song and I just went, I thought this would be sad. This is scathing. (laughs) This song is like brutal. So in the chorus, she says, was it over when she laid down on your couch? Was it over when he unbuttoned my blouse? And so back to the song style, what you heard is true, but I can't stop thinking about you. I said, I've been there too a few times. Both of them have treaded the line of maybe exploring other people. This is this, these two lines are basically saying like- They were on a break. Yes. Contributes to the the on again, off again. I love how I'm the Friends fan and you're <laughs> making the Friends references. I did it for you. Thank you. Cause you were already talking so you couldn't see I was it. over on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I related it to that line. Come here, I whispered in your ear, in your dream as you passed out. He's once again dreaming about her. She's talking about his dreams twice. So dreams, most, they can be the unconscious dreams that we can't control or they can represent things that you want. What? It's a reference to Shark Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Dream, 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 dream. dream. (laughs) Taylor Lautner, Taylor Lautner, because you might listen to this podcast. Either Taylor Lautner. Either one. If you're listening to this podcast, you will think that joke is funny. We did this for you, Tay. <laughs> the Tays. I, the Tays when you watch this back, you're going to see the moment that I thought of the joke and then was waiting for you to finish I, your sentence. And I was sitting over here like, <laughs> I just assumed that I said something stupid again. No. I saw you like giggling and like bursting at the seams waiting to say something. No, I was having my own joke <laughs> about Shark Boy and Lava Girl. A deep cut. Whoo. Okay. So, so dreams, dream, 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 dream. (laughs) He's dreaming. He's dancing. He's doing (laughs) backflips next to George Lopez, his giant head for some reason. (laughs) I'm just imagining the the kid is hairy, (laughs) but like fully grown hair. If someone wants to create the meme that I mentioned before of the exclamation point with a speech bubble and also just editing Harry Styles into this scene from Shark Boy and Lava Girl, that would be excellent. That would be so good. Please do it for us. You have to also just take the audio clip of Dream from this song and put it over there. Uh, This is a lot of editing work I'm putting out. Uh, You know... (laughs) 
It's also a lot of editing work for me because I'm doing this all tonight and we'll see how it goes. Woo! Okay. <laughs> he's dreaming about her. And he's dreaming again about what the relationship once was and he's currently feeling unfulfilled. Was it over then and is it over now? They have a decision to make about whether or not to officially call it quits in this relationship. And the decision is pretty much clear at this point, pretty much made, but it's still really hard to make a definitive decision to get out. Just like it's say don't go. Yeah. Um, they're very related. So in the second verse, when you lost control, uh-huh. Red blood, white snow, uh-huh. Okay. Remember when hit the brakes too soon. Well, actually, there's also a ski incident that they were involved in, separate from the snowmobile incident, I think. There was a snowmobile and a ski <coughs> I believe. accident separately? This I girl's got to get out of winter sports. I don't know if they were separate, because <laughs> I always thought it was a snowmobile accident, but then I saw stuff today about how it was a ski accident. When I did my research, I read... if you will. <laughs> no. <laughs> you won't. I won't. Okay. Uh, I'll just whoop, take it back. <laughs> when I did my research today about the snowmobile accident... It was a snowmobile. <laughs> oh. So Harry Styles got hurt in the ski accident, and then Taylor Swift got hurt in the snowmobile accident. They possibly were the same trip. The world was just like, you guys need to fucking stop. Yeah, like, get out of the f- snow. Um, Dream. <laughs> nope, we're on the floor. I know, I know, we've moved on, but I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just like 1989. <laughs> Yeah. That's like the bringing it around album. town. So I can bullshit like the best of them. <laughs> I got you two got of, an English degree. I got two of them. <laughs> so when you lost control of red blood, white snow, uh, seems to be talking about the same instance in out of the woods where she says, remember when we hit the brakes too soon, 20 stitches in the hospital room, which she confirmed was about a snowmobile accident with an X. She said it happened with an X. People do theorize who the X is. Um, which we've talked about already. So for the line, blue dress on a boat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. The, I, oh, this was such a meme on Taylor Swift Tumblr back in the day. The blue dress? Yes, the blue dress blue of dress. her sitting on the boat. Have you seen this picture? Yes. Yes. It I was did like my research. Su- it was such a meme. Like, everybody would just be like me, like, <laughs> waiting for my mom to say that if we can go out to dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is a pretty funny picture. It's, it just, it's just the way she's, like, like I'm posed. sure, I'm, I feel bad that it was probably, like, a dark moment for her. But, like, she looks so, like, <laughs> she looks like a pissed off kid. I look like that constantly. That is just my vibe. So, angry <laughs> kitten. So, I Not did a threat, but angie. Yes. I did talk about the picture of her on a boat in a blue dress. Some people think it's the same dress she wears in the Out of the Woods music video. I really don't think that's true. It might be a reference to it. Could be. But it's not the same color. It's blue, not. And it's not the same. Like, it does have, like, the the same kind of like straps but mm-hmm. the material's different the flow is different yeah i don't buy that theory but i <coughs> i i see where you got it from um and then your new girl is my clone i another speculation moment and this was from genius said this so take it with a grain of salt but in harry styles a song from the dining table he says woke up the girl that looks just like you i almost said your name um but that album wasn't released until 2017 yeah, but he worked on it. That's true. So it could be. It could be about that. Maybe it's not. We'll see. But your new girl is my clone. She's saying that he's just dating carbon copies. 
um, or people that remind him of her. And he, she keeps saying that he's looking in these, he's sleeping in these other beds, hoping that he finds something better. He's, he's looking for similar things that hit different. And that hap- keeps happening through the song. And he can't find something better, so he keeps coming back. Yep. So in the bridge. The bridge. The bridge. Did you think I didn't see you? There were flashing lights. My note is, Papa, Papa, Ritzy. Um, <laughs> at least I had the decency to keep my nights out of sight. So she did her best to keep her business private, but she found out all about his escapades through the media and paparazzi photos. And so now this song is basically her being like, dude, keep it in your pants. <laughs> she's like, she she's angry. Slut shaming. Yeah, she, she kind of did a little bit. She's not shaming, but she's very blatantly pointing it out. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's a little. only rumors about my hips and thighs and my whispered sighs. So she's saying that instead of being caught by the paparazzi and having these um, being like caught red handed or caught with other people, people are just gossiping about who she's dating and also talking about her body and her body image, which, you know, I literally just wrote F that I, I wrote the I wrote the F word, but I'm not anything. I wonder also if that is a reference to the famous music video. Um where Kanye West famously mm. in douchebaggily mm-hmm. had a mannequin of her naked body without her consent. Oh, I don't even think I knew about that. Did you not? That was one of the big things. Not only did the I made that bitch famous line mm-hmm. offend her, he also, yeah, he had like a mannequin of a bunch of different like naked celebrities. Oh. And she was one of them. I really hate that. And we know that Taylor, I don't want to talk about this too much because it's triggering, but we know that she struggled with disordered eating and body image issues. She's talked about that as well. And so she's mentioning here that there's rumors about her hips and thighs, about her weight and how much that's affecting her. She's being scrutinized for it. And he's not being like, I don't know if this other guy, whoever it may be, was being scrutinized for seeing other people, but she was being scrutinized for literally everything. Yeah. For existing. (laughs) Things that she wasn't even doing. Oh Lord, I think about jumping off very tall somethings just to see you come running. Um, just like me for real. Literally, ow. So she has an urge to blow her life up and sacrifice her own well-being to get him to stay or show the passion that they once had. Yeah. it's And also just like because she knows maybe he has like some sort of savior complex. Mm-hmm. And like if stuff was going wrong for her, maybe that attracts him to her of like, yep. Oh, things aren't going well for you. I can be the big yeah hero Superman saving the day. Yeah. Because that line did make me think of Superman. Mm. Well, I wrote down from this is me trying, pulled my car to the road on the lookout, could have followed my fears all the way down. Or in hoax, stood on the cliffside screaming, give me a reason. Um, Both of which are talking about potentially jumping off very tall somethings. And I also referenced the line, nothing else I could do by Ella Jane, where she says, I burned my house a hundred times just to see you walk into a room. Which that song is about the great Gatsby. Is it really? Yes. She wrote it for an English project. Wow. I know. Oh, I love that song. And now I love it even more. Fast forward to 300 awkward blind dates later. Oh, I had to include though. I didn't have to, but I did. did. Blind dates happen at a most likely lower frequency than takeout coffees. So this could represent even more time has passed. Like, or it could be hyperbole. I was also thinking it could be like, They're both just going on all these crazy blind dates just because they're both trying to get over each other. And so they're both going on like whatever dates their friends will set them up on. Mm, True. Um, If she's got blue eyes, I will surmise that you'll probably date her. 
he so this talks again about how he's seeing her he's dating her clones or people that look like her he has a type and again she's talking about how not much matters to him other than superficial things like if they're models if they're unmarried women if they have blue eyes and that's really all he's looking for um again tea scathing scathing hot tea <laughs> oh i literally wrote lmao roasted <laughs> boom boom roasted <laughs> So she says again, you dream of my mouth before it called you a lying traitor. But at this point in the song, they're long broken up. So he's still dreaming about her mouth. Still hung up on her. He's still hung up on her. And I wrote reminiscent of, I bet you think about me. True. Um, And then you search in every model's bed for something greater. So he still can't find anything better than her. He's moved from maidens to models. I don't really have a note on that. Let me upgrade. <laughs> and I also just made a quick little um, heartbreaking reference to I'm the best thing at this party. <laughs> just we'll just drop that in. Um, if you I want. also am thinking of like the all too well, like party mm. lyric. Mm hmm. Lots of parties. Not weeping in a party bathroom. Does she ever have a positive party <laughs> in her songs? She's got the Betty 22. party. Oh, 22 party is good. Yeah. But most of her parties, Taylor Swift, if Taylor, she doesn't write about the good parties because they're just good parties. Yeah, she's just enjoying them. This she's is why we can't have them. nice things. Mm. It's like that um, Sabrina Carpenter song, like bad for business or something, where she yeah. says like, you're good for me, but bad for business because I can't write songs about you because you're great. Yeah. You're just so nice to me all the time. Ugh. Ugh. Um, and then we've got the outro where she says, flashing lights, oh Lord. And she repeats some other lines. Let's fast forward to 300, take out coffees later. I was hoping you'd be there and say the one thing, oh Lord, I've been wanting. Um, so for flashing lights, oh Lord, she could be talking about going out as a famous person and constantly being photographed and seeing flashing lights by the paparazzi. Or it's about seeing those photographs of her ex being taken by paparazzi and being like flashing lights, oh Lord. I also wonder if it's like when they got in the accidents... And there's like flashing lights of like ambulances coming. That's that's coming right up because I oh. wrote alternatively. <laughs> no, it's same brain. Brain cell ping pong. Bum, bum, da, da, da. <laughs> Going strong. Oh, also there's the, again, genius wrote a little comparison to the song Perfect uh, by, is it One Direction or is it Harry? It's One Direction, right? It's One Direction, yeah. Where he says, if you like flashing lights every time we go out, I'm perfect for you. So I don't know. Because that song is very much thought to be parallel to style yeah and there's so many mashups of that those two songs online i bet there is because they're they have similar beats yeah so flashing lights oh lord could also be interpreted as sirens or ambulance lights either from the snowmobile accident that we referenced earlier or um, from the vehicular manslaughter <laughs> or from the vehicular i can't say that word today apparently vehicular manslaughter it's a weird word <laughs> it's, it's two <laughs> words actually it's a weird words <laughs> um okay i wrote this last this is the last note and it's kind of a banger and it's narrative okay are you ready for it <laughs> my last note and it's in narrative form <laughs> <laughs> okay. i just felt it needed some sort of i get it okay 
She's putting on a brave face and it's masquerading as anger and resentment towards him. But beneath that, she's deeply upset by what's going on. She's grieving a loss and the wound is open. EMTs are on the way. Lights are flashing. And all the while, she's being monitored, photographed, analyzed, and she has no escape from being perceived and scrutinized even when she's in pain and going through something deeply personal. She can never have anything personal, no matter how hard she tries. I used the wrong sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) I should have used. I should have used. I I popped off a little bit on that one. That hurts because that's so true. Of like, and it also kind of feeds into why she just disappeared for three years. Yeah, because like she was so famous that it got to the point where like every single one of her moves was like watched and recorded and like cataloged. Like, I just think of when she went on vacation to Hawaii with Haim mm-hmm. and, like, they got photos of her and the girls in bikinis from, like, two miles away with crazy telephoto lenses. Mm-hmm. And, like, she ended up, like, she posted on Instagram a picture of them first before the paparazzi could sell the pictures to, like, devalue them and make their creepy work useless mm-hmm. um, and worthless. But, like, the fact that she had to do that, like... You know, she didn't want to post, like, a picture of her friends and her because she just wanted to, like, have this fun little girls trip. But, like, she didn't she have can't. that option. Yeah. This this outro very much to me is, like, a spiraling situation. Because um, she's echoing things that she said earlier in the song and also saying, oh, Lord. And so, like, she's really struggling. Um My discussion question relates to also these last couple of lines. I think they appear earlier in the song. I don't have the song memorized yet, guys. Forgive me. It came it's out today. It's been a day. For the line, say the one thing I've been wanting, what do you think she wants him to say? Do you think she wants him to pull the trigger and end it? Or does she want a declaration of love? Like, does she want the decision? Which way? I think it could honestly be either. I think she just wants him to make the choice because she knows that she doesn't have the like power to like she's made it clear where she stands on things Mm -hmm. so she needs him to say like yes we're in it or no we're done because she just wants him to make a choice and not keep doing this like yeah back and forth thing that he's been doing okay so you just yeah that makes sense if she just wants him to make the choice because i was just wondering like based on this song i mean there's just so much anger there (laughs) or say the one thing I've been wanting, it could be an apology. Yeah. I really want a discussion on this one from you guys. Please. Because for the champagne problems one, you guys said some things I didn't even think of. Like for the word that she'll never say again, I heard love. I heard uh, because they'll never be in love again. I heard yes, because she didn't say yes to the proposal. That was another one that I read. And of course, evergreen. I was all over there. Yes. Which I mistakenly did not ask in the original question. My B. But so I I definitely... No, I was so off with what I thought it was before we talked about it. So not on you. (laughs) And that's all she wrote. So next week, my hint song is All the Small Things by Blink-182. And my song is Body Better by Maisie Peters. Interesting. (laughs) So that is it for this episode. Um... Go follow us on Instagram at SwiftLorePod. On TikTok at SwiftLorePod. If you're listening on Spotify, um, there will be a discussion question and a poll listed that you can answer for the next like week. I think the poll is open. The questions are open-ended. You could even go to the old episodes and answer the questions, but the polls close. Um, 
Thank you so much for listening to our Thanks podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope you come back next week. It'll be a good time. I hope you're in your 1989 era, but not in a weird situationship way, just in a like fun New York City boppy way. Yes. Everyone, listen to 1989, stream 1989 Taylor's version. I'm so glad that I can listen to these songs. I know. I have not... I didn't listen to this album for like the past couple of years, really. Like I listened to one-off songs here and there, but like mm-hmm. I didn't sit down and listen to the album. It's so good. It was my first time listening to Out of the Woods since she announced the um, re-releases. So I hadn't heard it in so long and I was losing my mind. Same with me with I Know Places. That's my mm-hmm. favorite song of 1989. I... The- We'll get there when we record that episode. The, but like I, I, I did a live reaction video. I'm definitely gonna post that one because it's me being like, yes. You'll see. You'll see. My reaction to is very funny because we love to see it. Wow, her vocals, man. And there's so much, like there's uh, so much healthier than original. Woo. Okay, um, crispy high five to end it. Crispy high five. You want to go in front of my mic? Yep, let's do it. It's a little close to my face. We'll see y'all next week. Oh God! Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm sorry. Look at the elbow. That was no. Was... I can't high five people. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Last time. Last time. Okay, I'm looking at the elbow, man. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Maybe my right hand is better. I think that's the problem. Fear on me. Oh no. Okay, we're calling it. We're calling it. Goodbye. (laughs) Spear no. And we can still enjoy them without being like, I can only enjoy this song if I know it's about Taylor Swift. And no, that's not right. (laughs) No, that is right. Give me a heart attack. Um, Ow! Never thought of this. <laughs> Not the One Direction <laughs> reference. Okay. And I thought, shit, I look like Larry Curly and Moe. What? Do you not know Larry Curly and the Three Stooges? Yes! Why would you look like the Three Stooges? Because their hair is weird. <laughs> <laughs>